When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to After the Deluge. I'm Justin Cox. We have a bonus episode this week with Emily Kitchen, who is a social media manager, ex-music journalist, and self-described Connor Ober superfan who wrote an article that made me laugh a few years ago. And I had a great time talking to her about that and a whole lot more. And if you've enjoyed this show the way a lot of people have, which makes me very happy, uh, take a second to tell a friend about it and go into the Apple Podcasts or Spotify review section and review it. Uh, right now, all those reviews are about Jackson Brown, and it'd be cool to get some bright-ass ones in there. Enjoy this conversation with Emily. We're all too busy working in a ourselves, 40 hours television and prescription pills where I take two Emily Kitchen, welcome. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So the the kind of entry point for this conversation while we're between the lifted episode and the um, I'm wide awake, it's morning and digital ash and digital learn big day is uh, a piece you wrote a while back <laughs> about um, if your favorite Bright Eyes song is blank, then blank. When did you write this and kind of what got you to write it? I feel like I wrote it now, probably like four years ago, which seems crazy. Maybe it wasn't that long ago. It was definitely a few years ago. I think I was just on Twitter and I was blogging for my own blog at the time and thought it would be a funny thing to do. I think I tweeted one or two things and people kept asking for other songs like, oh, what does mine say about me? And so I was like, okay, I'll just make it a whole thing. Nice. That's great. That's a great origin of it. And yeah, if I saw that, I'd want to know what mine says about me too. Because I want to go into the piece in a second, look at some of these specific songs. Let's give like a, let's give a preview of one real quick. Um, Lover, I don't have to love. This person does coke in the bathroom at every house party. Their bio is looking for my goth wife. (laughs) It was really good. Do you like to hurt? I do, I do. Then hurt me. I, I follow you on Twitter and you you'll talk often about music and I, I don't really know how to like explain this, but over time I was like, okay, this person, you talked a ton about bright eyes and I obviously love bright eyes. So I'm doing this, but you've talked about like Kevin divine. Who's a musician. I like, it's a li- like pretty, the, the people who like him love him too, but he's not, it's not at the like level of popularity of bright eyes, but I think you could pretty easily imprint them over like singer songwriter, emo punk adjacent, all that. Brother's blood boils in my arms It balls my fingers into fists It bubbles, blisters, burns my palms It floods with fury, fights and fits It's got the good guy in me hiding Kicks my heart. But then you get into like Everclear and some of these 
there's a sensibility that I don't even know exactly what I'm trying to say, but these are like, like all in all these artists, the lyrics matter a lot. There are hummable, catchy melodies. They're like, I guess basically you've talked often about bands that are bands I love. And I, I, I think there's some kind of sensibility that binds this kind of music together. And I'm not sure what it is. Do you got anything? I feel like touching on what you said, the songs tell a story. And usually it's one that you can relate to in one way or another. And like, it's crazy to think that Bright Eyes even got that big for what yeah. they are. You know, I love them, but it's not something that's really that marketable. You know, I mean, it's kind of like for all the for all the like distance he creates from emo music right after this, it probably has something to do with whatever emo thing was happening, regardless of whether you want to be associated or not. Like music that sounded like it was coming from a sad person thinking about girls and and all of that was like you you can kind of catch catch you can kind of ride in on that same wave. I mean, not that that's fully the answer because clearly like multiple of these bands coming out of a state in the middle of the country and stuff, but it is, it is. Yeah. In most scenarios, like feels a little unlikely. Yeah. It's really wordy. It's really, it's hard to pin down exactly what it is. I do. I do think like with the, the lyrics you're talking about, like, like a lot of the music that was around then and a lot of just indie music in general, it's almost like write words that can't be, there's a lot of bands like not to knock MGMT, but like bands with that kind of sound to it. That's sort of like this song can mean anything. It's just, it's a sound, you know? And then you can go to the other side of it and go to like modest mouse and stuff like that. And like, I, they write some cool lyrics and interesting lyrics, but I don't think they really care if they make sense at all, you know? Yeah. And this feels different. These bands feel different than that. It's like, they feel like lyric forward. It's also interesting to me because Something that I actually never noticed until maybe like half a year ago is I was hanging out with my boyfriend and his friend and he, his friend had never really listened to Bright Eyes that much before. And he pointed out that none of the songs really have a chorus. And he was like, I really like that, that there's really no chorus. And I was like, I never even noticed that. Yeah. Like when I was listening to the song, I mean, some songs do. Some but... do, but, but it's right. Like I thought that, like I was listening to, I think I cut together to like contrast and compare and nothing gets crossed out are both like have this like shadowing melody thing that happens all the time. And I was like, what's the chorus to contrast and compare? Like, let me find it. And it's like, oh no, there is, it's not there. There yeah. isn't. <laughs> and the same thing I guess is true to like, let's not shit ourselves. It's just three long, yeah. big verses. Yeah. I hadn't, I honestly hadn't noticed that either. I mean, I know I did, I was able to tell enough that it wasn't like beholden to like verse chorus and verse structures, but like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's kind of just it like stanzas in a poem or something like that. Yeah. That's a, that's astute of your friend. Maybe you need like an outside person coming in and hearing it freshly to like, <laughs> to point out a thing like that. Yeah. All right. So we're going to, we're going to move over to the, to the songs in just a second, but do you have a favorite Bright Eyes record? Okay. So I'm always split because I love Lifted. I It has my favorite song, some of my favorite songs on it. But at the same time, the one that I actually listen to the most, which people are going to give me shit for probably. I don't know if I'm allowed to curse on here. Uh, well, I guess we already said shit. Um, you yeah, you are. But <laughs> um, is I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning. That 
I list that's like my comfort album. And I know that's basic for a Bright Eyes fan to be like, that's my favorite album. But I listen to that one over and over and over again all the time. But Lifted is like the lyrics on Lifted. I attach to a lot more. Uh, yeah, I love I love that that's your answer, especially given this. Uh, I love that that's your answer and that you like have like the meta understanding of what that answer sounds like to other people, which is like makes you the perfect person to write this art, this piece you wrote. <laughs> yeah, um, I was writing something that I'll probably post at some point, but like I I found lifted through like downloading songs. And so then the next one that came out were these other two. And I wasn't I, I found my way toward like more electronic music, things like that. But like Digital Ash wasn't made for me just sonically. It took took me longer to get to, but I'm wide awake. It's morning was like, I, I absolutely loved that album. Like I, and I, I like still do. There's certain songs that like you probably don't really need to hear again in your life, but um, <laughs> I intend to, with that conversation about that record, make sure to like hold space for the like normies like you, normies like me, we will be seen on I'm Wide Awake It's Morning. It's not going to be like you're cooler if you like Digital Ash and Digital Learn. Not happening here. Yeah, it's just easier to listen to versus Lifted. Like, I love that album, but it also is very heavy. Yeah. You know, I'm Wide Awake It's Morning is heavy too, but sonically it's like, I don't know, it's much easier to listen to. The way I see it is like you have this like singularly talented person is all, who is also a creative person who will explore a lot of directions and try things who says like, you reach this kind of like ascendant popularity after this record, like lifted hits charts. And, and so it's like, things kind of change after that. And it's almost just feels to me like, I'm going to, I'm going to write you some just amazing, immaculate pop folk rock songs. And like, <laughs> and it's just sort of like, he just does that. And like a few years later, like I'll, I'll talk about this more, but like a few years later you get like Mumford and Sons and like Lumineers and stuff that is kind of like the like less good version of of the thing he kind of does there, you know? Mm-hmm. I love that he did it. It feels very timeless. You can tell that the lyrics were written in a certain time, but it still, you know, relates to today. Yeah, it talks, it talks, it, it gestures toward a war that's happening and and... But yeah, it doesn't it doesn't lock you into 2005 when it came out. It's yeah, it does feel that way. All right. So now on to what your favorite Bright Eyes song says about you. Um, I read this in multiple ways. It's funny to hear you explain the like origin story of the like the Twitter thing, because at first I like picked my favorite songs and went to see what they said about me. And then as I kept reading through, I found myself like finding things that I related to in the descriptions and deciding like, okay, wait, is the song picking me? Because this <laughs> sounds like me. Um, On a side note, I did a couple of years ago too, um, when the Better Oblivion Community Centers stuff came out, I did a similar thing where you like fill out a quiz and then it basically tells you like, if you like this song and you haven't listened to any Bright Eye songs, then you're gonna like this song. So it's shit. That's like a that's a real ser- <laughs> that's a real service. That's great. <laughs> I mean, I emailed you earlier. I don't know if you saw it, but someone someone on a listener on Reddit asked me like, "Hey, I'm in a rut finding music, but I'm enjoying this podcast and I like Bright Eyes. Like, what should I listen to?" Um, has anyone asked you that? And do you have an answer to that question? I would say, I guess it depends. I am not 
really up to date with a lot of new music. I try, but I've been bad about it. But I wanted to mention who I think is super underrated and I think people will love if you love Brad Ice is Rocky Vadalato. Do you listen to him at all? No, this is good for me because I had one song of his on a mix CD a long time ago that I like loved. There were like four songs I loved on this mix CD and then I and then the rest of it was bad, like a friend made it for me. And I remember loving this song and always like I'll see his name around and I just haven't gone there. Yeah, it's interesting because I had never really listened to him either. I went to a show with a friend who liked him and I liked the opener. And then after going to that show, I was like, every single time I listen to him, I'm like, how is he not like famous? Like, it's the same kind of singer songwriter folky vibe, but super underrated. And he just released a new song for the first time in like five or six years. So I think he's releasing new music soon. So I guess that's technically considered new. <laughs> um, but I would recommend him. And then obviously, like you said, Kevin Devine. I love same like singer songwriter, but more poppy. It's not. Yeah. And then the weaker thens, but they're older as well. But it they're folky and great songwriting. That's good. And I th- I mean, I think in a, in a in an answer to that kind of question, it doesn't have to be new, you know? If it's new to the person, yeah. they're hearing something, not just putting on Lifted again, you know? I think all of those are amazing songwriters. And I also have a, a kind of embarrassing story that I wanted to share about Kevin Devine because when I met him for the first time, I was wearing my Deport Connor Obers shirt. <laughs> and he was like, hey, I like your shirt. And I like got I like obviously I got super excited because I love Kevin Devine and I love Connor Ober. So I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then I was like, oh, yeah, he's my favorite songwriter like of all time. And I was like, but you're number two. Like, I love you, too. But and then I was like, I don't know why I said that. Like, I was so embarrassed. I was like, I could have just let that go. He wouldn't have cared. But <laughs> Uh, you were you were honest and it just jumped out of you but yeah yeah well, good that's also cool of him that's also cool of him to like shout out that shirt that's great yeah so the way I see this I'm looking at my my uh favorite song so you know it's like weird answering what your favorite song is like I think let's not shit ourselves is my favorite song it's just like sort Same. of like I gotta pick my favorite song that's my favorite song like but it, it feels almost like it's it's like the song is so much that it's like it's like cheating almost, you know, it's but it so is funny that you say that because I was thinking the same thing when you asked when I was like, OK, what's my favorite Bright Eye song? And I'm like, obviously, it's let's not shit ourselves. But I have to have it like I also have another favorite Bright Eye song, but it's not my favorite, but I also love it just as much. Yeah, no, I think I think it's worthwhile. Like if you if you think of it in a way like a lot of people's favorites would be let's not shit ourselves just because of what it is, you know? But then if you're like, okay, well, what's my favorite? Like if you do like some like data analysis thing, you would take the outlier and remove it from both directions of it and then pick from something a little more in, in the collection of things. And that's what picking another one is. Yeah. I think I'll got to recheck the definitions, but I think I'm a classic cars with a landlocked blues rising or however that that works. If you are into getting a Bright Eyes zine, some extra content, or if you just want to support the creation of this show, go to patreon.com slash afterthedeluge. 
It's just one $5 tier, super simple, easy. Thank you for the support. It's funny because mine is, I don't relate to what I wrote about. This is what it says about you, but my favorite is take it easy, love nothing. But I don't relate to what I wrote, but I think it still stands. All right, let's hear you. Let's hear you by you that you no longer relate to. <laughs> no. Active Tinder active Tinder user knows what they want in life, loves Tim Gasher. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I am not I am in a happy loving relationship. So the Tinder part is wrong. What I what was the other part? Knows what they want in life. I feel like I kind of do, not really. See, I no. don't relate to this, but I still would stand by it if someone was to argue with me I would still say no I believe this is true I definitely also agree with the classic cars it's definitely maybe in my top five to ten songs and I relate to what I wrote about it so maybe maybe it should be higher the whole world that loves you if you're chic chameleon intersecting circles she could hang with anyone. Classic cars. They're a good person, takes horoscopes too seriously, but will help you move and loves their grandparents. It's adorable. It's <laughs> wholesome. That's something that's something to be. Yeah. Classic cars, classic cars to me, like I'm really like of all of them, I think one of the most interesting albums to talk about is gonna be Casadega, because like it seems like it's like more beloved now than it was initially. I don't know that for sure, but like there, there's a type of song, there's a type of sort of like slow moving symphony type song that isn't doesn't always grab me that is like a recurring thing on that record. And classic cars is this just like punches in and goes and is it's like, I think I just love that song, but I also love that song as like that moment on that specific record. Classic cars and if the Breakman turns my way are definitely like up there in my Brad Dice list. I also feel like whenever someone tells me that they don't listen to Bright Eyes or they just assume that Bright Eyes is super depressing music, I tell them to listen to that album because, yes, there are more depressing songs on that album. But in general, it feels very uplifting. I actually think it's not super depressing from like post Fevers and Mirrors on. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. Compared to the rest of their discography, it is the least depressing. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think it goes to like, it's songwriting. So it's going to like, it's it's like songwriting with a lot of words and, and, a, and a dude going inward on a lot of stuff. Like, of course, so it's honest about the parts that are the, the struggles and the sadness and everything. But like so much of so many of these songs that come up are like, even if things aren't perfect, they're like looking for beauty in things, looking for positivity mm-hmm. in things, which honestly, I honestly didn't like, I can fall victim to whatever you just like project onto like the idea of bright eyes as like sad music. I think I probably said a lot of that in some of those first episodes. And like, it's now that I'm realizing how much of it's not that. And it's not just mm-hmm. like bowl of oranges and first day of my life, the first day of my life. That's like happy sounding music. It's like, you could find it elsewhere. Yeah, that's the thing, too, is that it sounds there are a lot of songs that sound sad. But when you actually listen to the lyrics, you're like, oh, like this is actually a very uplifting song. I keep using uplifting. And you guys were talking about this with Lifted, too. But yeah, 
you know, it's, it's, it's pertinent. Uh, but like it, that is, it's like so absolutely true, but then, all right, nothing gets crossed out. Here's, here we go. Depressed <laughs> as hell. They reward themselves with little victories, eats a lot of bread and wishes they could fall asleep at night. That's right. I, I stand by that one still. I think that one is correct. Nothing gets crossed out in Laura Laurent. Like some of that stuff on the back half of that record. It's just sad. Yeah. Loose leaves. Tell me about this. Hit me up. We are soulmates. <laughs> I know you're. I, know you're I right. think that. I think loose leaves is a highly underrated bright eye song, and it's super poppy. like what we were just talking about it sounds very happy and it's just a good song and it's underrated and it's no one's favorite but it slaps it does it's really cool i also like this because i have i have this is this is going to be my like john i'm talking to you is my friend john um anything off fevers and mirrors i love that you have anything off fevers and mirrors and anything before fevers and mirrors so (laughs) anything off fevers and mirrors has clinical depression but will tuck you into bed and make you tea (laughs) i like it (laughs) anything before fevers and mirrors. So this is my friend who like, he honestly, this is all honest and real, but he was like from Colorado and listened to all this music when it was just like splits and EPs and like, like early. And so he'll, he'll say a thing like letting off the happiness is the best bright eyes record. And I think sometimes he's just fucking around. Yeah. I I think he's just like, this is just like the game we play, but um, anything before fevers and mirrors, a freak in the sheets acts woke, (laughs) but actually is problematic as hell. (laughs) that's so good i was rereading this actually like the this blog post and some of it i was like cringing i was like oh i i don't know why i wrote that but then the ones that you're bringing up i'm like no i still stand by that yeah i pulled these you know you know you did you did the equivalent of releasing like your art when you're 16 years old and everyone just gets yeah. to have it forever i think you need to i think i think you need to make sure you don't like you can go in there and add new songs as they come out but i think you need to let these let these ride yeah i definitely i think i was looking on there for road to joy because that's one of my favorite bright eyes songs as well and it's not even on there which i was surprised like there's not a lot of songs on there i'm like i definitely gotta add to this you skimmed too fast it's on there oh it is on there what does it say road to joy Parents are divorced, and because of it, they are cynical about love. Drinks coffee late at night, likes plants. Okay. <laughs> I, okay. Nice. Okay, so here, here's a question, kind of zooming out on things. We're at, we're post, we just finished Lifted. I think we're pretty much kind of at the halfway point as far as like proper Bright Eyes records. If you could only have one or the other, like backwards, go back in time and have those records, or go forward in time and have those records. Lifted in before and then I'm wide awake it's morning and after exactly. or lifted in after no lifted is on the front end of one and then I'm wide awake and digital asher on the other end oh my gosh it that's so <laughs> hard because I love lifted so much and yeah that's a question that's a question I thought of like two minutes before we started and and 
It's a hard question. I honestly, my first reaction in this, I feel like people are not going to agree with me, but I Who would cares? say I'm wide awake and forward just because lifted is really hard for me to give up. But I was never really a fevers and mirrors person because I got into bright eyes later. And I think that's why I think a lot of that is like nostalgia factor people. Yeah. And I don't yeah. have that as much. Yeah. There's a, there's a, I was a sad 19 year old thinking about someone while I listened to this record and therefore it's permanently like in me. <laughs> and I mean, and that gives you the, that gives you anything in the future that comes out. Yeah, that's true. Hey, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> So I feel like there's so many more albums too that I can enjoy. Let's hope. Well, cool. Uh, this was a lot of fun. I was like excited to do a kind of like midpoint check-in conversation like this. And I feel like this this uh, thing you wrote, which I love, I loved hearing about how you got to writing it. I'm going to read a couple more random ones. Ladder song. You're really into jazz. Always getting your heart broken. Buy them a drink next time you see them. <laughs> Shell games. Mature for their age, steering wheel drummer, stereotypical indie bro, but an overall good person. I feel like I relate to a lot of these in different ways, but that's that's like every Brad Eye song. I mean, in reality, if we want to go deep, these are all you, right? These are all actually just you. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, these are the parts of the song. Like I listened to the song and was like, oh, these are the parts of the song that stand out to me. So you are like this if you like this song. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, there's all these characters in, in Brad Eyes songs and really those are all just him, right? Those are all just yeah. thoughts and feelings of of the guy. Well, um, I know you're, I feel like you're in a contemplative place with your use of so social media at the moment, but where can people <laughs> find you if you want them to find you or any thoughts on um, that? So I definitely am going to have to update my blog before this episode comes out. So that way people can actually look at this actual thing that we're talking about if they want to, and it'll be accessible when you can find that at collectinginterest.com or you can follow me on Twitter at death nap, the number four cutie. Obviously I am a death cab stand too. I'd say you could put death cab for cutie in the similar place of those bands we were talking about earlier with like, creative and unique sonically but um melodically accessible and also saying interesting things worthy of your attention just some genre i'm gonna name at some point yeah they're definitely like very people ask me like if i had to choose one or the other because i'm such a big fan of both like it's a hard question and i'm like obviously bright eyes like obviously connor oberst i love both but Oh yeah, I'm wide awake. It's morning. Like I want to say that's my favorite album, but I know that people are gonna get crazy if I say that. Like, oh, she's not a real fan. Blah blah blah. Like it sucks, but I mean, like people are passionate about something. I can't blame them. No, you know? I, no, you can't and shouldn't blame them. And it's like good to love a thing, but also, you know, the I'm wide awake. It's morning is a beautiful record. It's good to love that too. It's good to be like 
not caught up in some like not to be caught not caught up in some like how you're perceived more than just what you like yeah like the thing you know it's one of those things too that so many people love it so much that it's kind of like you feel like you have to prove yourself like i am a real fan like i i i don't know how to explain it but there i definitely feel that a lot no, I mean, it's like, it's a, it's a, it plagues all indie music circles, but when you get like stuff like this has, it's like real devout fandom and it's going to be like kind of extra intense. And it's funny to think about too, because like when I actually go down to the core, I'm like, why do I want people to know that I am the number one fan of this band? That's like, not that cool. like it's like not cool thing to like who cares i've been i've been actually talking to my my friend ryan about like the idea of cool like music like like what is cool or not cool and like 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 elvis costello is cool it's like you can't debate that but then like and as i'm thinking about it i'm like is jackson brown who i did the first series yeah i think he's kind of cool i don't i don't know is bright eyes cool i don't like, yeah, my last guess was like getting into it privately on an iPad Nano while she had mono and like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. If this is, I don't know. And I was like an embarrassing 19 year old when I liked it. Like, I think I think it somehow manages to be like different and unique and experimental and like original. And there is something cool about it, but I don't know if it is cool. You know, yeah. it's cool in the way that like the. This is going to be like a stereotypical, like whatever, but it's Bright Eyes is cool in the way that like the hot filmmaker likes Elliot Smith and he smokes cigarettes and he's cool. Like that's how Bright Eyes is cool. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And that and that is a different thing than like if you go back to this exact time, like the bands that were coming out were like the Strokes and the Hives and Interpol and those were cool they were like yeah your idea of dudes from new york who are cool you know mm-hmm. that wasn't this yeah all right emily thank you this was super super fun thank you thank you for having me 